Hello, and welcome to the Quiet and Strong podcast, especially for introverts. I am your host, David Hall, and the creator of QuietAndStrong.com. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to understanding the strengths and needs of introverts. Introversion is not something to fix, but to be embraced. Normally, we'll air each episode on a Monday. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform. So do you like to take vacations or staycations or some combination of both? The staycation has taken on a new meaning during this past year of mostly staying at home. Although I'm currently working from home, I still find it important to take a break from work from time to time. Working from home, it's still busy as ever. A staycation day or so for me can provide plenty of relaxation, recharge, and some fun. So normally I like to do a combination between travel and staycation. I like to travel to have various adventures, see family and friends, spend some time in the great outdoors. But travel can be fun, but it's usually not very relaxing. And sometimes it can be far more relaxing to take a break from work right at home. Ideally, I like to have at least a day off before I travel and a day off when I get back, before I go back to work. I found this to be a healthy approach for me and for my introverted soul. Sometimes I might take a day off or so just to take a break from work and not have any big plans. Or in other words, the staycation. In the past, when talking about taking a staycation, people would ask, where are you going? And I might say, nowhere. And I'd get puzzled looks or sometimes even looks of pity. I had a co-worker once who would never take vacation time if she wasn't going somewhere. I wonder how she spent her vacation time this past year. It'd be interesting. It's funny that sometimes our society in general thinks that you have to go somewhere to take a vacation. I do like to travel, but my introverted self also enjoys some time off work and at home from time to time. You know what you like and what's best for you. So you need to do what you need for yourself. So this past year, during the pandemic, we took a few day trips into nature here and there, but we really didn't stay overnight anywhere. And as things are starting to open up again, I'm really looking forward to going on some more extended trips. For example, it'd be very nice to go to the beach. It's been a long time since I've been there. And summertime for me is usually a time for vacation. For me and my family, uh, we take time off as, you know, all of our birthdays are in the summer. Last summer, the world was falling apart and mostly shut down. And we ended up not traveling like we normally would have. However, I was still scheduled for vacation. I was disappointed that we would not be going anywhere, but I decided to go ahead and keep my planned time and take a needed break from work. The days off turned out to be very relaxing and recharging. You know, introverts naturally turn inward, and we need to give ourselves time for thinking and feeling. 
And as the world is starting to open up again, and we're considering where we might go, I think we will travel, but maybe still more on a limited basis. And work has been as busy as ever, so no matter if I'm traveling or not, I'm still going to take some vacation time to give myself a break. For the times of staycation, here's some of the things I really like. You know, I like to wake up naturally. I usually don't sleep in too long these days. But the nice thing is when you're on staycation, you can. You don't have to set an alarm. You wake up when you're done sleeping. It's awesome. I also enjoy on this staycation more leisurely morning and not being in such a rush to get somewhere or go do something. Also, the staycation's nice because there's no packing and unpacking. I hate packing. And unpacking's the worst. You get home tired after a trip and we're really bad about getting unpacked right away. Also, sometimes it's nice to be able to take care of projects at home that I've been putting off. And just spend time doing things the way that I want to. I like to be able to read if I choose. And for as long as I want. Definitely, I would like to spend more time reading. And it it can get kind of crazy with work and family and other things. So it's nice to be able to just take a break and let yourself do those things that you want to do. Or maybe it's not reading. Maybe it's watching a movie or a TV show or two. I can hang out with my wife and kids and not be stressed about what needs to be done at work. Again, that's really kind of been nice for staycation days because right now I'm working from home. I'm around my wife and kids, but sometimes they want to talk to me and I'm in a meeting. And it is really kind of strange. So it's nicer when I can pay attention to them as I need to and and not worry about uh, what's going on at work. It's also nice I can take some time to go into deep thought, to philosophize about the meaning of life and strategize on how to make the world a better place. I can also take some time to reflect on my own goals and dreams. And these kinds of activities for an introvert can be very rewarding, very recharging, very worthwhile. And on a staycation, best of all, I can do nothing if I choose. Sometimes doing nothing is nice. I don't do a lot of nothing, but sometimes it can be a good thing. So sometimes a staycation is the most relaxing of vacations. And this past year definitely made me reflect on how I use my vacation time in general. In addition to the vacation or staycation, how about a retreat? A time to get off by yourself, to reflect and recharge. In her book, Introvert Power, Dr. Lori Helgo has an entire chapter devoted to taking a retreat. She writes, As the term implies, a retreat is a backing away, a withdrawal, an experience in the realm of yin, an act of introversion. A retreat can be a 10-minute break or an extended escape. She goes on to say, but we usually think of a retreat as a weekend or a vacation-length trip away from it all. For an introvert, 
Retreating is the ultimate indulgence. An inner life binge that fills our depleted energy stores. So we do need to retreat from time to time, whether that be a short period of time or a longer extended period of time. In the book, Dr. Helgo gives many examples and suggestions for retreats, including a trip to a bread and breakfast that she took alone. You know, I haven't taken a vacation without my wife and kids. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do that. In the past, before the pandemic, I did regularly attend work conferences. And often that was a, a retreat time for me, a time to get off by myself and and spend some time alone thinking and reflecting or maybe exploring a new city. And, you know, I don't know what the work conferences look like in the future, but I'm, I'm looking forward to some more of that type of thing. You know, and when I am allowed to have periods of solitude, I get needed peace back in my life. Time alone gives me time to put things into perspective and reflect on my life's dreams. It was just recently that I started to realize that solitude for me was a must and not an option if I was going to be happy and successful. And one of the major keys to success and happiness is knowing how you operate best and what you need. I'm fascinated with the ideas that Dr. Helgo shares in Introvert Power of taking a vacation alone. I don't know that I'll be allowed to go to a bed and breakfast without my wife, but I can see how this could occasionally be good for the soul. And for now, I'll look for ways to carve out the solitude that I need for these retreat-like experiences. Sometimes as introverts, our overactive minds just really need a break. And don't feel guilty about letting your mind take a break. It may be just the medicine that you need. Sometimes on the staycation, I need to remind myself of this. You know, at home I have plenty to do and I can feel guilty for not constantly getting things done even when I'm away from work for home. As an introvert, I naturally spend time in deep thought and some great strengths like creativity and strategic planning come from this. And I knew I do my best work with a little time alone. Time every day or sometimes on a vacation or staycation or retreat so I can think without interruption. I can't often help but think about what I need to do at work and at home, you know, for my blog, for this podcast and so many other things. In his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey discusses the importance of self-renewal in his seventh step, sharpening the saw. Sharpen the saw means preserving and enhancing the greatest asset you have, you. It means having a balanced program for self-renewal in the four areas of your life, physical, social, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Here are some examples. And he talks about those four areas. He goes on to say, 
As you renew yourself in each of the four areas, you create growth and change in your life. Sharpen the saw keeps you fresh so you can continue to practice the other six habits. You increase your capacity to produce and handle the challenges around you. Without this renewal, the body becomes weak, the mind mechanical, the emotions raw, the spirit insensitive, and the person selfish. Not a pretty picture, is it? End quote. That's it. We need to sharpen our saw and not feel guilty about it. We need to know, as an introvert, what does it take to sharpen our saw? And it may look different from your extroverted friend. And if you need that retreat alone, you need to be able to find a way to do that and not worry about what might work for somebody else. There's so much to do, so much going on. But we need to take that time to sharpen the saw. As I learn more about being my most effective, I'm discovering that no, not only do I need some time alone to do my day-to-day -day work, I also need time to relax. This relaxation is good for my mind, and I shouldn't feel guilty about it. After the needed break, I'm ready to start the work week. After some travel, some downtime at home, and of course, sharpening the saw with a little downtime for my mind. So what's fun to you? You know what you think is fun and what you don't. You don't need someone to define that for you. I'm not saying that we shouldn't try new things and change or expand our comfort zones from time to time. But I'm saying it's silly to let someone else define for you what is fun. And this is individual, and no two people are alike. As an introvert, I may think something's fun, and a fellow introvert may not. I may like going to parties, but not as often as my friend. I may not have another friend that doesn't like to go to parties at all. You know yourself, so don't let others define you. Take those vacations that you like. Take the staycations as you need. Go on retreats and make them work for you so that you have time to step back, reflect, recharge, and of course, have some fun. So vacation or staycation, it's up to you. I do believe that both are needed. Again, just don't let anyone tell you that it's strange. To want to take some time off at home. Do what you need and be strong. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to further connecting with you. Check out quietandstrong.com. Email me at davidandquietandstrong.com. I'll add social media channels to the show notes. Please comment on social media posts related to this podcast. Send me topics or questions and we can address those on the show. There's so many great things about being an introvert, and so we need those to be understood. Let's keep the conversation going. Get to know your introverted strengths and needs, and be strong. <music>